Hi, I'm Andrea Linares, Univision News anchor and host of U News, the podcast. This week, our podcast has a different format as our newsroom adjusts to working in the era of coronavirus. We'll be back to our regular format in no time. Thanks for listening. Today is April 9th. Here are today's top stories. A staggering 6.6 million Americans filed for unemployment last week, according to new Labor Department statistics released on Thursday, roughly doubling the number of people who filed the previous week. Officials estimate that roughly one in 10 workers have lost their jobs in just the past three weeks as the coronavirus pandemic wreaks havoc on the U.S. economy. The unemployment rate could hit 15 percent when the April employment report is released in early May. The coronavirus death toll in the U.S. is now over 14,000, with New York State experiencing the deadliest 24 hours yet for a second day in a row with nearly 800 deaths. But there are signs pointing to a slowdown of the viral spread. A model used by the White House now predicts the nationwide death toll is down about 20,000, largely due to social distancing. We're getting closer. You see the numbers. We're getting much closer to getting our country back to the way it was. Still, about 60,000 Americans are still projected to die by early August. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is cautiously optimistic, urging residents to continue following social distancing guidelines. If we're not careful, if we're not strong, if we're not disciplined, in fact, this is a disease that can reassert, resurge. You should be very worried about resurgence. We all are. The last thing we can afford is to let down our guard and let this disease back in the door even more and then see the numbers spike up, the pain, the illness, the death spike up even worse because we let down our guard. And attention is turning to other hotspots in cities like Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Chicago, and Detroit, and more broadly in states like Louisiana, Pennsylvania, and Florida, which issued stay-at-home orders weeks after other states. And it's not just populated cities that are bracing for the worst. More than two-thirds of rural counties nationwide have at least one confirmed case. And there are new indications President Trump and his team missed the warning signs of the pandemic. A report from ABC News revealed U.S. intelligence officials were sounding the alarm that the coronavirus was spreading in China as far back as November. ABC's George Stephanopoulos asked Secretary of Defense Mark Esper about this. But did the Pentagon receive an intelligence assessment on COVID in China last November from the National Center for Medical Intelligence of DIA? Oh, I can't recall, uh, uh, George, but we have many people that watch this closely. And for a second day in a row, President Trump criticized the World Health Organization's handling of the crisis on Wednesday. The organization's director said it is dangerous to get political during a pandemic. No need to use COVID to score political punches. No need. You have many other ways to prove yourselves. This is not the one to use for politics. It's like playing with fire. The previous day, President Trump criticized the WHO, claiming it had not raised enough alarms about the virus, saying he would suspend funding for the organization, though he later clarified he was just going to look into it. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has new guidelines for all critical workers exposed to the virus. Take their temperature before they go to work wear a face mask at all times, 
and practice social distancing. We want them not to share objects that would be touching their face, and we would like them not to congregate in break rooms, lunch rooms, and crowded places. The CDC is asking employers to assess workers and send them home if they're sick. This comes as the White House is focused on reopening the U.S. economy in early May. This comes as the White House is focused on reopening the U.S. economy in early May. Many U.S. workers will have more time with their families this Easter Sunday, and that's because more retailers than usual will be closed on the annual holiday. Trader Joe's, Sprouts Farmer's Market, BJ's Wholesale Club, and Lowe's are among the stores that announced they won't be open on April 12th. This is in part a thank you to employees who have been working through the COVID-19 pandemic. Some stores that aren't closing for Easter are reducing hours. Elsewhere in the world, in Colombia, officials in the capital, Bogota, will be implementing a gender-based quarantine to help fight the spread of coronavirus. Panama and Peru have also implemented similar crowd control measures. Bogota's mayor, Claudia Lopez, announced the measure on Wednesday. Between April 13th and 26th, women will be able to leave their homes for essential functions on even-numbered dates. Men, on the other hand, will be able to do the same on odd-numbered dates. Lopez said members of the transgender community will be able to leave their homes on days that corresponds with their gender identities. And in Venezuela, a shipment with humanitarian aid from the U.N. arrived on Wednesday. The 90-ton shipment is meant to help deal with the coronavirus crisis. According to the U.N., it includes, among other things, 28,000 pieces of medical equipment, pediatric beds, and hygiene kits. The shipment was financed by the international donor community, the United Nations Central Emergency Response Fund, and funds from U.N. agencies. Thanks for listening to You News, the podcast. Don't forget to follow You News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. And join us tomorrow for a new episode. Until then.